Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, welcome to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I'm here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia. How you doing today, babe? Good morning, Boyce. How you feeling? How's everybody feeling? Uh, we are feeling good. Well, I'm feeling good, and, I'll, and we'll hear from everybody else in a second. Um, so Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle did a special last night, or we watched it last night. It's on Netflix. It's called The Closer. And so uh, Chappelle's been in the news a lot. A lot of people have been talking about him. And, and I figured if everybody else is talking about him, black people need to be talking about him, especially intelligent black people, because uh, this brother's going to need some backup. He's going to need some backup after that. What you think, babe? Well, he, I mean, it wasn't like he was <clears throat> speaking and he didn't have a lot of information to back up what he was saying. You know, so he he played, a, he gave a very cogent description of the issues going on right now he's very much in tune with what's happening and i enjoyed it what did you think about it oh the closer i thought it was funny as hell but i've always been you know a fan of dave so it's easy for me right you know um because we're we're about the same age i think we're two years apart um Mm -hmm. and it's like you know watching him is like watching the comedy version of myself (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, it's not even, it's not even like if I was sitting down talking to him, like brother to brother, we would understand a lot about each other. And, you know, we have, we actually have a lot of mutual friends. Oh, you know, okay. A lot, a lot okay. of my friends in Atlanta, you know, like, you know, the rappers and stuff, like they all know Dave and I, I've never met him, but I'm like Willie, Willie was, Willie D was in our wedding and Willie D is good buddies with Dave. So like, there's like just kind of like this club that like 40 something or slash early 50 year old black men are kind of in that we don't tell anybody about. So he's in the same club. Ah, very cool. I know you don't really care for comedians. And so, um, but no, you do like this. No, that's not true. It's not? No, I, I love I love comedians. Um, I just don't like clowns that much. Okay, that's what I was yeah. referring to. I think Dave Chappelle for sure elevates beyond what you normally see that's problematic with comedians. Yeah, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. is a comedian, but he's not a clown. Mm-hmm. right and that's mm-hmm. something that that's a distinction that you know that i appreciate because he's he does exactly what i've always wanted black men to do which is look if you out here and you rapping or balling or telling jokes and making money and you got platforms and power at least take your testicles with you onto mm-hmm. the stage well i mean you know he has a lot of um clout because he walked away from 50 million dollars so we had to give him a lot of credit for that well, you know, you and know. that's well, the thing is, there's a lot of people who walked away from millions of dollars who did not survive to tell the story. Didn't survive, yeah. Right? Well, you know, he's talented. I think his talent just permeated, and he just became legendary in my mind. Like, wow, he had balls. <laughs> he yeah. walked away. <laughs> well, he did, and he and he's great for it. But I, but it's like interesting to me because I've seen a lot of. There's no shortage, in my view, of talented black people out here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, you know, and. um and I know Dave won all the awards and everything else, but I don't know how <clears throat> how many of y'all in here, you know, probably know a singer or a rapper who could be super famous if somebody put them on TV, if they got the right opportunity. Give me a yes or no in the chat. And I'm I'm asking that question because the black community's got a lot of talent, mm-hmm. you know, and and so as much as we we might feel like okay, Dave can't be touched, <clears throat> they can't make him disappear. Um, I don't know if that's always the case. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if talent is necessarily a protector. I think that the people also protect Chappelle because he's saying things that millions of people are thinking. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if I ask right now, right now, let me ask y'all right here, here in the chat. How many of y'all watch Dave Chappelle and agree with a lot of what Dave Chappelle says? How many of y'all have his back? Give me a yes or no. Right? And I think that, that, that that's important to, to just document because the, what he's challenging is a different kind of racism. You know, he's mm-hmm. not challenging. He's not doing that traditional stuff like, oh, you know, let's go get the Trump supporters or let's go after the Republicans. No, Dave Chappelle is like, y'all liberals, y'all white liberals. When you're coming and telling us how we need to think, you are um, colonizers. Yeah, well, I think that it's the fact that he did his um, he's got that contract with Netflix is, you know, it wasn't Comedy Central that gave him that opportunity. It was Netflix. They gave it to him. Mm. So it was just like, there is, there is a place for him to be. And that's where, where he's fortunate. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would imagine if you think about it, right. He walked away from comedy central for taking away something that really should be valuable to all of us, which was his freedom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so freedom matters to him more than money. And that's what makes him great. That's mm-hmm. that's what allowed him to transcend. He's not just another comedian, you know. He's not just a another Kevin Hart, you know. Uh-huh. No disrespect to Kevin, but you know, I, I encourage. I think Kevin Hart should take notes. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I got the impression that they're really good friends, right? I got the impression that he's influenced by um, what Dave Chappelle has said to him. You know, it seemed like that they were. It's kind of like a mentor to him, don't you feel? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Dave Chappelle is the ultimate. Hollywood Trojan horse, in my view, because he's the type of dude. I know guys like this because I talk to them, and sometimes I talk to them quietly. Like what, like when I had those long conversations with Charlemagne or, or Ice Cube, and I would tell them, like, okay, when you get on TV, here's some things you might want to think about. Uh-huh, These uh-huh. are those secret conversations that black men are having mm-hmm. that the white establishment would not approve of, because they don't want they don't want the ideas that you might hear hit on this platform, right? They don't want those ideas on TV. You know, and, and the fact that the celebrities are listening and they're saying, hey, wait a minute. I have I have a hundred million dollars, a shit ton of power. White people like me. And Dave Chappelle is like, oh, and I have the power of comedy. Uh-huh. Comedy. Comedy is like it's sneaky, isn't ooh, it? Comedy is <laughs> sneaky. Oh, Lord. <laughs> It literally, like, it's like the equivalent of how they snuck crack into the black community <laughs> by making you feel good. And, mm, and you know, made it nice and cheap for you. Right, they made it nice and cheap and made you feel real Affordable. good. Affordable. And you had no idea it was ruining your life. And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like, like, for, for like, the Hollywood elite, you know, that's kind of what comedy's doing. It's letting Dave Chappelle get away with saying things that a serious person, that, or that, that you can't say in a serious manner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, yeah, I, I think I love it though. I think I think it's so much fun to watch. Well, it's what's happening is that it's it's out of control now. So, what are the powers that be that want to like put a lid on some of this stuff? They can't put a lid on it anymore. Mm. He can't be controlled. Comedy Central um, canceled him, and, but Netflix picked him up. It's like mm-hmm. it, it, you can't. It, it squishes out. If you put a lid on something, it squishes out from the sides. You can't mm. stop the movement. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that part i love that it part. <laughs> the squishing I, love it. Out. I love it i think that's great you know like 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 a bowel movement yeah by the way um if you don't know what this is uh this is what we call pillow talk with dr boyce and dr alicia 
And this is where we um, we get we literally are laying in the bed. So if it sounds like we're laying in the bed, it's because we are. And we talk about the things that two college professors who love each other very much might talk about next to their pillow. And uh, and so we the idea came up because I realized how many interesting conversations I, I had with my wife and and other scholars also that would just happen, you know. And I said, you know, maybe other people would like to climb in bed with us and. <laughs> and, and get tucked in and, and hit the conversation. So, by the way, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Uh, Alicia's website is coachingwithdralicia.com. Uh, she's a licensed therapist and a full professor of social work. Um, I'm a PhD in finance, as some of you may know. And so uh, it leads to an interesting dialogue. So uh, how many of you, give me a yes or no, how many of you watched uh, the Chappelle show or the, the the Chappelle Netflix special called The Closer? Um uh, if I, 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 I personally thought I, I laughed. I laughed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. What what'd you think? Babe? Well, wait a minute. Is this called the closer? Because he mentioned that this was his last um, contracted uh, stand up show or what did he talk about? Yeah, I don't think Dave is like retiring, though. Yeah, okay. He I got kind of sad. I was like, wait, no, are you not if, doing he, anymore if he comedy? retires, if he retires, it'll be like a Jay-Z retirement. You know, oh. you know, Jay-Z done retired like five times. Yeah, because we want to hear from him. He's just getting started. I want to oh, hear more yeah. of what he has to say. He ain't done. And then really the next move I, I see for guys like him is like just having a whole network. Like he's going to become Comedy Central. He's going to become. Oh, the there's so much potential there. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's what you're going to start seeing. You're going to see at some point you're going to have a Disney Plus type platform owned by men and women like him. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and I, I think that's, you know, exactly what the world needs. It's a natural evolution. And I, I personally, I love I, I thought the special was really funny. Um, and uh, it made me laugh because, again, I'm just a Dave Chappelle. Like I'm right in his uh-huh. I'm going to say in this target demographic. I would just say I'm right. Like I we know each other, like kind of, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. you know, just guys born around the same time and all that. But, you know, one thing that was interesting was um, he really he seemed to talk about like gay and LGBT stuff the entire. Yeah. The whole show, the closer, it was all about his reaction to the backlash with the LGBT plus community. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I I didn't mind that. Was it a little too much for you though? I don't, I don't think enough about gay and trans issues to really want to do like an uh, hour and a half of jokes about it uh-huh. like i i i would have it would have made more sense to me to have like a few jokes to make a point because uh-huh. you know people people don't understand dave so dave's so smart like he just kind of slides like i could see him sitting around you know how you joke about how <laughs> old men like me shake our fist at the air because we're pissed off oh no he yeah. shakes his fist at the air but uh-huh. he knows that if he if you let it out you must you put the you know they say a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down uh-huh. so the comedy is the sugar so he knows he has to make it super funny because if he comes out as a serious, angry black man, a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, what, what is this? Well, that's not fun to see an angry black man. It's yeah. just not fun to see. You, we want to see you all um, living in a happy way. <laughs> we want to oh, see y'all get sometimes mad it, at everything. Sometimes there ain't no shit to be happy about. I mean, well, uh, it just makes you look older than you really are. Well, you when know you're what? just like angry well, and mad all the time. Well, being young is overrated anyway. Well, well young is different, but youthful is what I'm talking about. Well, it ages you well, when you get all well, angry. Remember, it, was the, it was the youthful people who were burning down buildings and throwing bricks through windows. Yeah, so. but it aged them too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I thought, I thought it was, I thought the special was really good though, uh-huh. you know, and I would, I would just kind of carefully, I'm gonna watch it again. 
You are gonna look at mm-hmm. it again. Okay. Yeah, because because you know, I like I I like to study the comedians where you study like rappers and and how because uh, there's a, a different style of genius in each case and and it's always interesting to see like how are you gonna get to this point, mm-hmm. you know? And I would see him go in a completely random direction and say some really random crazy stuff, but if you pay attention, he's always circling back around to like the point that's gonna kick you in the nuts. Yeah, you do that too in your speeches. I noticed. Mm-hmm. You just go way off, and then you just come right on back in. I know that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was nice to watch Dave Chappelle because he was saying a lot of the things that all of us are feeling, you know. And it's just like, oh, thank God, somebody's finally mentioning it. Someone's finally saying what we knew what was going on anyway. Mm. It was it was it was a psychological sort of relief for me. <laughs> well, you you had a reaction to his definition of, of feminism. Yeah. Well, he said he looked it up and he said, and I don't even. But it's, it's conversations me and you have had a lot behind yeah. closed doors about the feminist movement. And, um, and I said, boys, there's a whole body of literature on feminism. Not all of it is bad. There's radical feminism. There's all different types of feminism, commercialized feminism. So I was like telling you there's a whole different categories and all of it is sinister in a way but if you just look at the pure definition of what what feminism means all of us could be feminist so he made a great point that felt good for me yeah I, I did i mean i really didn't know what he said according to webster's dictionary and i'm I'm actually looking up on my phone uh by the way let me know if you can still hear me give me a yes to let us know you can still hear us because we're because i'm actually on a different screen i i was stunned when i saw when when i heard what he said no, but I've told you that before many times. Yeah, he said, according to Webster's Dictionary, a feminist is a human yeah. being, a human being who believes that women deserve equal rights to men. I said, well, then, damn. I mean, if that's and and the thing that is, is the case, right? And it's, what's interesting is, and he made this point, and I, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Like it's like like the the snotty white women kind of messed it up. They did. They, they really just they, messed they, it they, up. they they hijacked this shit and just ran with it. But think about the Me Too movement. It was started by a black woman and got hijacked by white women and yeah. used as weapons against black men. Oh, it infuriated us. <laughs> oh, the Me Too movement yeah. was like the Me Too movement was just one of those dark periods we like, of American oh, history. They, yeah. Like, like they're gonna look back on the Me Too movement like what were those people thinking? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> like up there, right up there with Nazism and McCarthyism and and just all these eras where you're like, man, y'all got out of control. Got like, out of control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's it's it, it was it, it's really because I used to think that something's wrong with me. I was like, I don't understand what's what is happening here. Like mm-hmm. I, I I was like I feel like I'm watching black men just get assaulted. Yeah, like, just you know. And and they're but they're doing it under the guise of like this victimization, like like the only reason I'm assaulting you is because you you hurt my feelings or whatever. And in a way, it reminds me of like an abusive person who who says, "Well, I beat my wife because she made me sad." So really, I'm the victim. But your wife is sitting in the hospital with a black eye and a broken nose. Well, I mean, I think the Me Too movement just mimics what's always happened. I mean, think about. Um, oh, he talked about uh, anti-woman by Sojourner Truth. He talked about mm, how, yes, I mean, the entire first wave of the <clears throat> feminist movement came out of abolitionism, ab- ab- abolishing slavery. That's where mm. the first wave came out of. And so I know black women are just like, hold on, this is not a white woman thing. We want our men and us and all of us to be free. 
We mm. want slavery ended. And then that's how the first wave of the feminist movement began. Second wave began on the backs of the civil rights movement. Mm. <laughs> and so white women just took over that whole movement with their reproductive health issues. Wow. And they wanted to go to work. Like black women, we've always worked. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Getting moving, working outside of the home. No, we're fighting so that we can, our husbands can make good money, enough money where we can stay home and take care of our children. We're trying to live the life they were living. Mm. So, I mean, it is it is historical, like the Me Too movement just replicated everything in history that's wow. happened. Mm-hmm. Well, well, everybody, what you're listening to is Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia. Um, uh, if you could take one second, we are trying to build our own black media, because uh, as you can see during these trying times, ownership of black media is really important, really important. And so if you could take a moment, hit the thumbs up button. It helps the algorithm a lot. It helps the platform a lot. Uh, please hit the share, subscribe button, subscribe to whatever platform you're on. And uh, and also, um, if you uh, if you could um, let other people know, you know, that intelligent black people are speaking, you know, and we're going to do this at the All Black National Convention, which is going to happen um, October 29th through November 1st. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Dr. Alicia is going to be there. We're going to continue these intelligent black conversations at the convention. We've gathered over 40 thought leaders in the black community in every area from uh, real estate to relationships uh, to cryptocurrency to politics. And uh, it's going to be a thing. All right. So uh, feel free to go to allblacknationalconvention.com if you'd like to join us. Um, I'll put that URL on the screen uh, in a second. So, so let's, let's, let's move on. So one thing that I thought that Dave Chappelle did that, I, that was really fascinating, you know, during his um, Netflix <laughs> special called the closer, which I highly recommend to everybody who's watching is he talked about, he made that point about how one thing liberals do that really always drove me crazy is um, <laughs> I'm talking about the liberal oppressors. Now mm-hmm. they, they like to make words up. They make or he, he, no, he, he talked about the transgender community. Well, makes they make stuff. Up. Well, he was talking about them, but they but really the alphabet boy. Like uh, he said, LGBTQ, ABC, D, E, F, L. You know, and 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 he said that they make words up to win arguments. And I said, I've been saying that for the longest time. You have, because yeah. and, and this is, and I guess it's because you know you and I have been on college campuses for a long time. And I, it wasn't until I was about forty five and a half years old <laughs> that I figured out that universities while they're certainly good places to learn you know whatever no problem with that they are also uh, factories of white liberal indoctrination mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. so when you come and you go there you're not just being introduced to the skill set that you need to go and get your job you're being introduced to a um set of values mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. so then you come home so that that kid that goes off to, to brown university comes home and talks to his his old grandfather from the south Mm-hmm. And then feels somehow that he's been licensed to educate his grandfather on, you know, <laughs> on things like homophobia and transphobia and toxic masculinity and turf. I didn't know what turf was. I was like, what the fuck is turf? And turf is, pay attention, no, check this out. <laughs> Y'all, if you, if you watch the special, you know this. Turf is trans-exclusive radical feminism, which basically was a word they created or term they created to give them the license to cancel um, J.K. Rowling because J.K. Rowling <laughs> spoke up against some of this trans stuff and said, wait a minute, how are you going to walk up in here? You know, and you don't been a man your whole life, you know, dick and balls and everything in between. <laughs> and now you suddenly are like, I'm a woman. And then he said, Caitlyn Jenner 
at that point by Caitlyn Jenner where he said Caitlyn Jenner was named Woman of the Year. Yeah. And yeah. had been a woman for like one year. Yeah. And it is and, and I loved how he said that's like naming Eminem. He he used the N-word, but it's like name, making Eminem black man of the year. Yeah, well, I think um what he was trying to talk about is the racism. Remember, because he talked about Cassius Clay, who changed his name to Muhammad Ali. So he mentioned that. He was like, why was that given such um, backlash and not this? You know, it was very difficult for them. Mm. Remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his whole point was saying that um, he felt attacked as a black man mm. for speaking out about racism. Well, you know, and that's a good point, right? Because if you think about it, Cassius changed uh, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. Um, I, I I love the man. He's from my hometown of Louisville. Shout out, shout out to Louisville. And um, he changed his name because of the influence from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the Nation of Islam. And look at how white liberals treat the Nation of That's Islam. That's right. Yeah. Look at how they talk about the Nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. These so-called allies, they 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 constantly talk about. They constantly will tell you Farrakhan is. Like he's he's that he's he hates Jewish people and this and, and that he's a you know scary terrorist and dangerous, and I'll be like, well, what did Farrakhan do exactly that was so dangerous? Mm -hmm. They can never name anything. Now, go, is go. is Dave Chappelle part of Nation of Islam? No, I feel like he. I feel like I read that somewhere that he was. He, well, he's probably been influenced by the Nation of Islam because okay. because a lot of people. Um, you brought this up, so I'm, I'm gonna give you credit for this point. But uh, how many of y'all knew, and I, we, maybe we should just double check this and confirm it on his Wikipedia page, <laughs> but how many of y'all knew that uh, both Kanye West and Dave Chappelle have mothers who were college professors? I'm almost certain that that's right, because I remember his mother taking him to nightclubs <laughs> when he was really young, and she noticed a talent in him that he was really intelligent and really good at um, comedy. So she supported him. And actually, I do think I guess people can check this, but I do believe that um, she was she taught at a university and she taught um, African American studies. You kidding me? I almost I'm almost certain of it. Damn. I'm almost certain I read that somewhere. And we know and we know Kanye's background because Donda West, yes, his mama Donda, yes. shout out to Donda, um, was or, um, or was we we read her Ashe to Donda, Ashe to Donda, <laughs> okay. yes, she was like wasn't just black, she was like hardcore black. Uh huh. I think she taught it. Um, Chicago, Chicago State, State. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. she was for real black. Uh -huh. And I think she um she did a Fulbright, and I think she took him with her wow. on a Fulbright scholarship. I'm almost certain. I know see, I read that somewhere. See, critical thinking skills are so dangerous. <laughs> and, yes, and, and powerful black. Like if you if you are a courageous black man with critical thinking skills, they do not want your ass in the building. They don't. They, and these mm -hmm. these guys snuck in like like they kicked me out of the building a long time ago, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I've been able to find my way, you know, in other spaces, but. These guys, they don't understand. Like, I love it. These guys are like the ultimate Trojan horse because mm -hmm. they come in and they're like, I'm rapping for you. I'm telling you jokes. But then they, and then they hand them all this power and wealth and access because of that. And these guys are in there. They're dropping bombs, you know. Yeah, but they're you thinking outside of the box. And it almost makes you wonder, like, what happened inside of their homes? What conversations were they having with in that family? Mm. You know, with that, well, their, what was their mother saying to them? Well, my name is Corey, says Kanye's father was a professor, too. Yes, I, he was he a was, professor. He was, that's right. That's in Atlanta. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because his mom got a divorce and moved to Chicago. That's right. That's right. Oh, his father was also now we're figuring it out. See, we're doing the autopsy here. Or, <laughs> we're, like, we're digging deep, because that's true. Because, yeah. I mean, if you want to understand the apple, you can't understand the apple without understanding the tree. Yes. Yeah. You know, you got you to gotta study the tree. And... 
and I and I love it. And I, I just think I think it's great. I mean, you know, because without Donda, Kanye, remember Kanye called me because he wanted to talk to Dr. Claude Anderson. Mm-hmm. And I respected that. I said, oh, wow. So you must, you know, this guy must be a thinker because, you know, some people get it. Some people don't. And, and, um, and usually if you admire something like that, like if you're trying to learn about things like powernomics, that mm-hmm. means you want to understand power. If you're trying to learn about black history, that means that you want to understand more about your roots. So, um, I, as crazy as Kanye could be, because we know Kanye is out there, you know, mm-hmm. so some, 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 well, he kind of unraveled when his mom passed away. Don't you think? Yeah, but I kind of wonder. You know, yeah, unraveled a little I, bit. But How I, can you be normal? When but your you know mom what? Goes like that. Let me just tell you. What? <laughs> I I remember hearing. I remember seeing an interview with Kanye right before he became famous, and I was like, "Who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is." But apparently, he's going to be the next big rapper. That's what he said. Yeah, and he said that. He said he said I'm gonna do. He said I'm gonna uh, murder the game. Those were his specific and words. He did, and he did murder the game. <laughs> and um. And 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 I but I remember thinking, wow, this dude he he thinks quite a bit of himself. He, like, he is very he does. Yeah, the confidence is high, but but you can't knock it. You know, I I think that though with when you have that much confidence and that much talent, that much validation of your greatness, um, I do think that humility is an asset too. Well, I think Kanye West can be a goat, just like Dave Chappelle is a goat. Well, you know, he is a goat. Well, Kanye's, I mean, Kanye's a billionaire. That's yeah. that's that's goat sense. Yeah. As far as that, far, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. and 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 when I did talk to him for those few minutes, he was he was polite. He listened, and he also um, I mentioned to him. I said, you know. I really wish people would give Dr. Claude Anderson the respect he deserves because a lot of, even a lot of HBCUs and definitely white liberal universities, they don't even acknowledge things like powernomics because they don't want black people really to have real power. Mm -hmm. They want black people to uh, ride the bus, but they want white people to own the bus and drive the bus. And Dr. Anderson saying, you need to build the bus, own the bus, drive the bus and let other people be your passenger. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said, you know, I wish celebrities, you know, I, I see a lot of celebrities that come in and want to talk to him because, you know, he's like a dad to me. Um, but I think they need to really be more active in supporting him. And uh, and I had that conversation with Kanye and with Ice Cube and both guys, to their credit. They did. stepped up. Oh, yes, yes Ka- they did. Kanye immediately when I said that, he got real quiet. And I said, I was like, are you there? And uh, and he said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tweeting something. I was like, okay, you're tweeting in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> All right, that's good. Okay, Kanye, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, he tweeted um, a picture of Dr. Claude Anderson's book and said, everybody should read it. And I said, thank you. And then, Oh, you know what's interesting? What? When you were talking to him, he said, oh, hold on. I was talking to Dave Chappelle the other day. Remember? That's right. He brought up Dave Chappelle. That. I said, well, we oh, my goodness. We can't be telling all the secrets. Well, okay. you know, Co-Wintel Pro is probably listening by now. But they, so they know each other. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they, they have a lot in common. Well, they, they, they get it. Mm-hmm. These guys get it. They, I don't, I don't understand everything about their lives, right? I don't, you know, I'm not in that celebrity space like that. Mm-hmm. But they get it. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. all. That's all you need is you need some black celebrities who get it. And um, and by the way, as as you guys hit, the th- please hit the thumbs up button right now. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Uh, you're watching Pillow Talk with Doctor Boyce and Doctor Alicia, and uh, we do this every couple of days. And and I'm gonna show y'all something. Uh, there was a tweet that was really interesting from some person I've never heard of before, but it was a great tweet. And uh, his name, I, I don't have his name in front. You can see it at the top, but um, something's blocking it where I can't see it. He says, uh, first. It's Glenn Greenwald. That's his name. He says, first Nicki Minaj, then NBA dissidents, now Dave Chappelle. There's been a recent string of high-profile Black public figures thoughtfully and forcefully 
questioning or rejecting elite liberal pieties. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating to watch liberal elite discourse managers navigate this. What's yeah, your, how what's are your they Dr. Alicia? You know what? How are they managing this? I'm curious. What is what are they doing? Because I'm not really that much in touch with that, what's happening there. How are they managing this? Well, really? Well, what's going on is that they're they're accustomed to um black celebrities supporting the white liberal agenda without questioning it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. So, you know, if if white liberals come and they say, you know every black person needs to cut off their left pinky toe mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and eat bird's feathers for, for, for breakfast. They'll just promote that. Like, just like they did with the jab or, um, you know, or just like they did when, in terms of promoting Biden, even though a lot of black folks, millions of black folks are very unhappy with Joe Biden. <laughs> right. Very, very disrespected. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically what he's saying is that there's kind of like a little rebellion going on. Mm-hmm. where there's no longer, as BG is saying right here, and I like that statement, he says automatic cosign. They're not just automatically cosigning anymore. They're now starting to stop and say, wait a minute, what am I signing on to? Mm-hmm. What, like, what, what are you trying to get me to promote right but, now? But wait a minute, we got our Juneteenth holiday, boys. <laughs> oh, be quiet. What are you talking about? You know you need to quit. You know you need to quit. <laughs> they gave us that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, in all seriousness, it's like, yeah. um, it's, it's, it is one of those things where, remember, you know, we don't really have a lot of black leadership. Um, what we have are Negro managers, mm-hmm. you know, Negro managers who are, their job is not to lead black people to a better place. They don't lead you to freedom. They don't lead you to wealth. They don't lead you to education. They, they, they don't. I mean, the, the studies show, the studies show that since integration, black people's ability to compete with the world has declined significantly. Mm-hmm. In every area, uh, black wealth, has not gone up since integration has gone down. The education of black children has not gotten better since integration. It's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Um, black family structure is not stronger and more solid since integration has actually gotten worse. So there's, so this is not me just saying this, this mm-hmm. is just the data, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of black people see this. So effectively, you know, you have these, um, and, you know, the, and a lot of the reasons because you don't have leadership. If you had leaders, leaders are the people that, can lead you to a place that's better than where you were before. They- yeah, and in, in defense of universities, I mean, there are a lot of colleagues of mine and people at universities who study all of the, everything that you said and published on it and talked about it ad nauseum. I just want to just like acknowledge that because I, it's just not you can't just say universities are awful you can't make no, those blanket no, no. statements I, I, would, I wouldn't say <laughs> there's no, a lot no, of great no, no, researchers no, no. out there I, no, mm-hmm. agree. I agree i agree okay. you, can't, you can't say universities are awful yeah but what you can do is you can point out some of the awful things yes happening at universities like one awful thing that's happening at universities is that mm-hmm. they they are draining black wealth they have built a trillion dollar empire mm-hmm. on the backs of student loans well, you know, how many of y'all, give me a yes or no in the chat right now. How many of y'all have student loans like that still haven't been paid? Maybe some student loans that ain't never going to get paid off. Yeah, give me a yes or no if you have if you have been hit with student loans at some point in your life. Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to see a whole lot of I'm going to see a flood of yeses. Mm-hmm. And, and the point I'm making there is people don't understand that that's been one of the major drains of black wealth, mm-hmm. that black people we, were giving up our wealth hoping that white people can educate us to a better day when their job, their, their goal is not so much to make us more empowered and stronger, more effective black people. Their job is, or their goal is to uh, take some money and say, we can make you more like us. 
you know, we are your gods and we want to make you into the image of God. And then and, we, and, we have these degrees and we want to go out and get these jobs. We're not getting paid as much as anybody else. Right. Well, you you're know, not getting right. paid and you're really not getting paid at all. If you really think about right. it, because if your whole community just goes and works mm -hmm. for the companies created by white people, then you're making white people rich. You're not making yourself rich. Mm -hmm. You're not building wealth for your own community. You're building wealth for their community. So, so they're doing the best that they can, right? They're, 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 they're saying, okay, <clears throat> the best way we can help you people is to, you know, you give us some money and we'll teach you how to be like us. Not just, and, 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 and just, you know, if you go back a thousand years, the engagement of the European with black people has, hasn't always been just like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to be a carpenter or how to be a engineer. It's like, I'm going to also teach you how to be an acceptable citizen of America. Exploitation to some right. extent. Yeah, or exploitation or, or mm -hmm. some sort of uh, imperialism. Mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't, even the scholars are um, are colonized. Because I know a lot of black scholars who, who they, they know that some of the research they're doing is BS. That it's not, you know, really helping the black community. But they do it because... They they know that if they don't do it, they're not going to get tenure, and they're they, you know they're not going to get that fancy job and that and that money or whatever. And so, in fact, and I remember picking this up, you know, when I was in college, and I and I remember just doing the things that I thought were natural for me as a black man. Mm -hmm. Like I, I remember writing articles in the school paper about racial issues, and and I remember having people come up and tell me, "Well, you know, boys, if you keep talking like that, you're going to ruin your career." You know, I was like, well, is this when you were a professor? No, this was when I was a in, student. Right? I was in graduate school. I hadn't even started Your my reputation PhD. reputation is going to be, is going to yeah, be Yeah, like they, they were, lit, and this, some of these were black people. Again, those Negro managers, uh -huh. you know, University of Kentucky. And they, they, they thought they were trying to help you. They they thought they were helping me, but really I felt <laughs> like I was a slave on the plantation. Yeah. And some bug-eyed slave comes up and said, you know, if you keep talking like that, <laughs> massa going to come get you. <laughs> I want to protect you, boy. Yeah. Right. And I was like, wait, this don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and so so I so I think that this is what um what I love now is like at least I, I think if you talk about freedom, like let's have some freedom. Freedom means, you know, doing what you feel is right and solving the problem in the way you see fit. Now, let me um let me share a couple more thoughts with you guys. Um, Now, there was we wanted to read some of Dave Chappelle's Wikipedia page. Cause you challenged me, right? You said, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you said that, uh, what was it? You said that his, um, or when you mentioned his mother being a college professor and I was like, well, I'm not sure. Let me check the Wikipedia. You said, <laughs> well, well, let's save it. Let's open it when we get online. So we're, we're opening it literally for the first time. So I said, Dave Chappelle was born in 1973. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian, actor, writer, and producer. He's the recipient of numerous accolades, including five Emmy Awards and three Grammy Awards, as well as the mm -hmm. Mark Twain Prize. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he gets an Emmy for this one. You think so? For for his Netflix specials? I don't think. Oh, for his Netflix. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he if gets Emmy, an Emmy. If, Emmy, if the Emmy committee gives Dave Chappelle an Emmy, I will be utterly stunned and fascinated. Okay. I, I don't. I really can't imagine the Hollywood establishment um being happy with what dave is doing because they're real serious about that trans lgbt stuff like that's not we'll see what happens yeah that, that's gonna be gonna be interesting to see because if he gets snubbed then that's a statement in and of itself <laughs> he got snubbed yeah I, mm -hmm. I i think even you know what's interesting is like so with the mark twain prize what you did see these awards i mean all these awards are made up 
Of course. Like I read the we, I read, I've read the history. We have an award show. Yes, we do at the at the <laughs> All Black National Convention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're gonna you know pick who your heroes are gonna be, we should be picking our own heroes. And so we're actually doing uh, for the first time we are doing the B1 Black Excellence Awards. That's right. And uh, and we do have. I, and I we're think, biased, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody's biased, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, and so by the way, if you want to come to the convention, um, I'll put the URL on the screen. It's allblacknationalconvention.com in Orlando. The October 29th and November first. There's the information. So, so here's here's what um. Mm-hmm. So they gave Dave Chappelle the Mark Twain Prize, which I think is interesting because when they gave him that prize, they kind of made him into like an entertainment god, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so you get to the point where um one of the failings, one one of the stupid things that the United States has done historically, uh, you know, in their quest for greed and white supremacy is they have always weaponized their their eventual enemies. Like, mm-hmm. if you go to Afghanistan and you um see, like, what weapons the Taliban mm-hmm. is using, they're using, like, American weapons. Like, yeah. you know, they're using, like, military tactics that, were, that we taught them, like, in the Afghan war in the 1970s. So why do I bring that up? Well, because with Dave Chappelle, he's, he's tough to cancel because yes, they is. have made him so powerful. That's right. Well, like they gave and him he's that out of control now. <laughs> yes, he's yes. They're like, they're like, damn. Like, how do we kill this he's Negro? It's a problem. Yes, it's a problem. Yes, protect <laughs> Dave Chappelle because the, the the drug overdose is coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, like seriously, like, like you just feel like, like I'm just sitting here thinking, like, if I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. if they announce at some point that something really bad just randomly happened to Chappelle. He's the latest comedian to die or latest entertainer to die from an overdose or whatever. I won't believe it. With Chappelle, I won't believe it. Let me just tell it. Can I, I'm going to share a story. I hope I can share it. So way back when Kanye West got on television, remember when he said black people, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Well, my dad was teaching at Tuskegee at the time. Shout out to your dad. And he told his class, he said, Kanye West better watch out because they're going to come after him. (laughs) He Mm. made that statement just in passing, you know, and then he went on and taught whatever he was teaching policy or whatever. And then when, you know, Kanye West's mom died, Mm. students came back to him and was like, Dr. Taylor, you said it. And he was like, whoa, I wasn't mentioning that. But he was like, wow, it could possibly be. Well, you know, pro- you don't get away with saying something like that. Well, I mean, to pro- the untouchables, the Bush family. Mm-mm. Well, process this, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, three powerful black men um, who had loved ones die in really crazy, unexpected situations. Mm-hmm. Kanye West's mother. Yep. Bill Cosby's son. That's right. Michael Jordan's father. Father. Mm hmm. I'm not sitting here trying to throw out conspiracy theories. Yeah, we don't want to go but there. But I am trying <laughs> to say none of those deaths were expected. Remember, Cosby and Jordan's uh Cosby's son and Jordan's father were both killed on the highway in highway incidents. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I just I don't know, something just always rubbed me the wrong way about that about mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And uh and I really think when you get into that elite space where there's a whole lot of um, money involved, you know, where a human life ain't worth nothing compared to like a billion dollars no. in the minds of some of these people. I just really, mm, I don't know. You got to sacrifice something and it's you're out of control. It's, it's a way to put you in your place. I mean, cause that, cause Kanye West did a, now nah, I'm getting all into it, but he did an interview. I want to say, I can't remember what show he did a late night talk show interview and it asked him about his mother and you should see his whole body language 
just mm. turned really different. He became really uncomfortable. His hands, he started rubbing his hands on his thighs. You can mm. tell that it was like really affecting him having to answer those questions about his mom. Mm. I thought it was really insensitive, but wow. but yeah, I, I noticed all of that. Yeah. Yeah, he loved his mother. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me read. Okay, me. read more. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Donda. Ashe to Don. Ashe. Mm-hmm. Um, this, so uh, let's see. What else about Dave Chappelle? We're reading the Wikipedia page. Quick facts. Um, he's appeared in several films, including Robin Hood, Men in Tights, 1993. The Nutty Professor, 1996, which he was great in. Con Air, You Got Mail, Blue Streak, Undercover Brother, Chirac, A Star is Born. His first lead role was in the 1998 comedy film Half Baked, which he co-wrote with Neil Brennan. Uh, we got to watch that again. <laughs> Chappelle also starred in the ABC comedy series Buddies in 1996. In 2016, he agreed to a $20 million per release comedy special deal with Netflix. And as of 2019, he has released five stand-up specials under, under the deal. Chappelle received his first Emmy Award in 2017 for his guest appearance on Saturday Night Live. In 2018, he got a Grammy for his Netflix-produced comedy album, The Age of Spin and Deep in the Heart of Texas. Equanimity, another Netflix special featuring Chappelle, was nominated in 2018 for three Emmys and received the award for Outstanding Variety Special. Uh, let's see, in 2019, Chappelle was selected to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, which is presented by the Kennedy Center as America's highest comedy honor. In 2020, Sticks and Stones earned Chappelle his third consecutive Grammy Award for Best yeah, Comedy. Yeah, so he, he's already been... Um, and guess what? He's somebody who said, listen, I'm not going to put that dress on. Remember? He was on mm. Oprah Winfrey. Was it Oprah Winfrey show that I saw it? Yeah. Then he said, wait, what is this dress? I'm not putting this dress on. You know, so mm. he's always been kind of rebellious. So for some reason, he hasn't really, he's still gotten awards, boys. Okay, okay. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going with that. Uh, time will tell. We're laying out the theory, and so we'll see what happens. Well, shout out to Chappelle. Let me, mm-hmm. let me tell you about his dad. So his father okay. was a professor. Yep. Uh, Dave Chappelle's father, William David Chappelle III, was a professor of vocal performance and the dean of students at Antioch College in Yellow Springs, Ohio. His mother, Yvonne Sion, worked for a Congolese prime minister, Patrice Lumumba. What? Yes, is a Unitarian Universalist minister and has been a professor and university administrator at several institutions, including Wright, Wright State and Prince George's Community College. Chappelle has a stepmother and a stepbrother. Okay, so... Both Kanye West and Chappelle have parents who are college professors. Wow. Chappelle grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, and attended Woodland Elementary School. His parents were politically active, and family house visitors included Peter Seeger and Johnny Hartman. Don't know who that who is. is that? Hartman predicted Chappelle would be a comedian, and around this time, Chappelle's comic inspiration came from Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. After his parents separated, Chappelle stayed in Washington with his mother while spending summers with his father in Ohio. In high school, he worked as an usher in Ford's Theater. In 1991, he graduated from from Washington's Duke Ellington School of Arts, where he studied theater arts. Okay, so he's trained for this. His whole entire background makes sense now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, good for him. I I, I like the guy. Um, I, I liked his special. I thought he did a great job. Um, very proud of him, and I, I think that this is what the world needs. I can't wait to see, you know, how this all plays out. And and I agree. I, I think he is uncancelable. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I now now are they going to try to cancel him with a, 
AK forty seven. Oh, you know what? I don't even. Let's not put that out there. Let's I'll not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Let's not even put that let's in the not, universe, please. right? But, but like you know, I'm gonna talk, cancel that idea. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. Let's know. be a little more vague, though. That okay. was really specific. Okay, let's just specific. say we, you know, let's just let's meditate on him and let's cover him with protection. With the blood of Jesus. That? I'm not gonna say that, but white light give him light <laughs> well let's let's hope not you know well i like i like the idea though i like the fact that people understand like cancel culture is silly mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of um a, it's kind of like a a racist elitist idea to think you can just cancel anybody like we can make you disappear we can make you sleep with the fishes like, that's some <laughs> old mafia shit like stop that i, I mean you know it's like I, I i grew up thinking that our country was a place where people tried to have things like freedom of speech Mm-hmm. You know, and and to see and to see the liberals actually become the the Nazis of our time, you know, in terms of the you know, the, you know this fascist kind of like you don't have the right to say that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's very problematic. I, I I don't know if they know what they've become. They can't get away with this for so too long because it'll be too much of a backlash already happening right now. That is so true. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, all right. So so by the way, uh, you can get a um, a B one. Uh, shirt. We we made some B one uh, shirts. If you are B one, B one means black first. That means we put ourselves at the top of the priority list. Uh, oh, I love B, that. B one also means that we uh, must be one to be successful, and our community uh, is our top priority. We will pour into our community until we become great again, and so we find, we put them out. And so, if you want to get one, you can go to wokeblacktees dot com. The URL is right there on the screen, and you can rock them at the All Black National Convention. If you'd like to come, if you if you don't come to convention, that's fine too. You can wear it in your in your hood, and uh, and if you want to join us at the convention, you can actually go to uh, allblacknationalconvention.com and sign up, and uh, it's going to be really great. You're doing the speed dating for the convention. I'm going to have so much fun with that. I'm just determined. It's going to be a great time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of learning. So, um, you know, we're gonna... the learning should be fun, right? Absolutely. I learned from Dave Chappelle's bit uh show, The Closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe 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 I should ask Willie to invite Dave Chappelle to the convention. Uh-huh. Okay. He Why should, not? He should come. Like it Dave should Chappelle. be an honor for him to come to that convention. What are you talking about? I think Dave Chappelle would consider yes. coming. I really do. I'm I'm gonna text Willie right now. I swear to God. I'm gonna text him and say Tell him to come on. Text Dave Chappelle and tell him because <laughs> Willie's come to the convention several times. Willie Is he D, coming this time? Willie D can't make it this year, but he's come to like two or three. Okay. Yeah, and so he's he's cool. Do you have to stay at the hotel to attend the conference? No, you do not. You do not have to stay at the hotel. But if you want to stay at the hotel, it's a luxurious hotel. We got them to give us a massive discount, like forty percent off. So um, you can uh, if you go to allblacknaturalconvention.com, the whole agenda is there. Uh, a big chunk of the guests are there. Like we literally have over forty experts. So we can only put like twenty five or thirty of them on the page, but there's even more than that. And uh, it's just going to be great. So it's like kind of like a big family reunion for people that want to build the community. So feel free to check it out, allblacknationalconvention.com. And also, uh, out of respect for my lovely wife, I want to uh, share ways you can get in touch with her. And uh, also out of respect to those that want the information as well, uh, coachingwithdralicia.com. That's Alicia's website. Uh, She's a couples counselor. And so, um, you know, she's a licensed therapist. So she sees clients and stuff like that. And uh, you can also follow her on Instagram and coaching with Dr. Alicia. All right, everybody, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button right now if you haven't done it. Uh, Thank you for joining us for Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia. Um, Any final words, babe? No, I mean, the convention is going to be wonderful. I can't wait. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So God bless everybody. 
Thank you for listening. El Hodge says he just booked his flight. Well, I can't wait to see you, El Hodge, brother. Thank, thank, uh, I look forward to seeing you, man. All right, so have a wonderful day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Take care.